to St. John's Sermons, a podcast from St. John's Lutheran Church, North Prairie, Wisconsin, a congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We offer this podcast with the loving encouragement to use it as a supplement to your own regular reception of the Lord's gifts of forgiveness and life in word and sacrament on the Lord's day. The Lord bless your hearing of these sermons. Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text is our epistle. Dear friends in Christ, here's the word. Baptism changes everything. This gift, this water, this word changes everything. You're baptized not into some sort of, well, I mean, this isn't any sort of cheap little rite or ritual that you wouldn't, you just wouldn't think of not doing for your child. It's not a good luck charm. It's not something that we chalk up to superstition. Baptism changes everything. It's a gift. It's a gift in which there is a forgiveness of sins. And where the forgiveness of sins is, there is life and salvation as well. And I would argue that if it were not for the forgiveness of sins, you would not be able to really live today. And that life, because it stands on the forgiveness of sins, is different than anything else you will ever see. Yesterday morning, I tuned into Weekend Edition, the NPR morning news show. And I was amused, to say the least, at the national news media's coverage of this week's biggest news event the visit of Pope Francis to the United States. You want to see how baptism changes everything. Watch how totally befuddled our national news media is when it has to cover matters of Christianity. It doesn't understand it. It doesn't know it. Francis is an enigma to them. And while we Lutherans certainly have concerns that that office, that papal office, is probably not biblical, we Lutherans need to remember, too, that our forefather, Martin Luther, did talk about the difference between the good and the bad pope. And a lot of it had to do with whether or not they were caught up in corruption. However you might feel about Francis, and I've had my moments where I haven't totally agreed with him, he does seem a bit above corruption. It's such a shame, really. The media only knows a corrupt world. To them, that's the status quo. That's to be accepted. And maybe you and I fall into the same trap. 
And we only know a world that's corrupted. A world that, even sometimes amongst God's church, ends up trying to portray God as someone he's not. Tries to make him into some sort of awful deity. One who's not looking out for our best interests. Friends, baptism changes everything. And if you look at the words of our text in James today, especially the very first ones in our text, verse 13 and 14, the key, the clue, is to look at those words through the waters of your baptism, through the eyes of faith that were opened for you in the waters of your baptism. The eyes from which the scales fell when Paul was baptized, or I should say still Saul, in Acts chapter 9. There's a riddle wrapped in an enigma, soaked in a mystery. In just these two verses. Is any one of you suffering? This is a question James leads with. And you know, maybe this is one of the earliest books of the Bible. Earliest written books of the New Testament, I should say. And you would think that in those early years of the church, the church is just going great guns because it looks like it might be an axe. And everything's wonderful and everything's good. They're the new kid on the block and you're enjoying new energy and the life of being new. And yet... James goes at them for playing favorites with the wealthy and ignoring the poor. By the way, yesterday, after a whole bunch of whining and dining, doing a handshaking line, and not paying attention to everyone he was shaking hands with, the media, befuddled as it was, reported that Pope Francis stopped at one point and realized that he had bypassed someone in a wheelchair. What did he do? He turned around, found the man, gave him the papal kiss. Now, this guy had just been whined and dined by the president. With a whole bunch of people in the room who probably would have never thought to do that if they were in the same circumstance. And the media is like, wow, that's different. Yeah, it's not that he's the pope. Baptism changes everything. Is any of, are any of you suffering? James now finds his pastoral heart in the end after being tough on him for playing favorites, after being tough on him for uh, essentially uh, preaching a works righteousness that you can save yourself. He's tough on them in several ways through this whole book. But in these last verses of James, he finds his pastoral heart and he says, Is any of you suffering? Let him pray. That's different. Because most people today, when they're suffering, they won't pray to God. They'll just blame Him and curse Him from a distance. I'm going to skip the middle thing He says for the next thing. Is any of you sick? Are any of you sick? Let the elders anoint you with oil and let them pray over you because the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Again, when we find ourselves not feeling so well, it's not so easy to just 
put our concerns in the hands of a loving and caring God who changed everything for us right away in our baptisms. Now, that's not easy to do. It's a lot easier to just sit and doubt and stew and be mad about the fact that we're not feeling well. In the middle, he says the clincher. Are any of you joyful and rejoicing? Let him praise God. That sounds easy, right? Of course, it's easy to praise God when things are good. So why don't? Why is it so easy to do that? Why is it that when things are good, we take them for granted? Why is it that Jesus said it's easier for a camel to pass in the eye of a needle than for a person of great wealth to enter the kingdom of heaven? You see, we don't do that either. Baptism changes everything. And the way it changes everything for us is it puts us into a mindset and into a life that recognizes that however you and I might assess our life on this given day, there's an unchanging God who has baptized you, who's brought you into his family, who's made you his child, who's forgiven your sins, who has promised you eternal life, and today is but a small little ripple in the gigantic sea ocean of God's grace. And God does not change. Even if your situation does. If you are suffering, this is not the time to blame God or even ask questions. If you are suffering, pray. Because your God knows it. He never promised you that you wouldn't suffer. And He hears. If you're sick, Get everybody you can in the Christian faith involved in your recovery praying for you. Not that uh, the more the merrier, the more the more successful the recovery will be. But let them pray, because the prayer of a righteous man availeth much before a God who loved you enough to change your life forever in baptism. And if you are rejoicing and things are good and you have the world by the tail, this is not a time to forget how good and gracious and loving God is. This is not a time to take Him for granted. You see, James writes the only bit of wisdom literature we have in the New Testament. And at the heart and soul of it is a humility that looks just like Jesus's. The press doesn't know what to make out of what I perceive to have been this last week, apart from his office, some pretty powerful Christian behavior. The Pharisees would approach Jesus and say, you know, Jesus, we have a question for you. We know that you're not a respecter of men. In other words, we know that we can't wine and dine you. We know that we can't spoil you. We know that you'll give attention to a leper as fast as you will to us. Yeah. Christ's salvation changes everything. And Christ looks awfully different to the first century Jews who encountered him face to face. And Christianity looks awfully different to a world that is so absolutely befuddled, confused, nuts. 
especially when they see a Christian witness in front of them. See, this isn't restricted to popes, my friends, or pastors. It's given to you. This salvation is yours. This difference, this everything change that baptism introduced in your life, how does it manifest itself today? It manifests itself by looking like Jesus, which is to say, not like the rest of the world. (laughs) Yesterday they were saying, is the Pope liberal? Well, he's got some positions. Is the Pope conservative? Well, he's got some positions. (laughs) You could do the same thing with Jesus. He's nobody's slave. And neither are you. You've been set free from all that. You've been set free from all that sniping at God when things are bad and forgetting about Him when things are Life and everything else you see out there is not death. It's death. It's guaranteed to end there in death, and science will never change that. You got what the rest of the world doesn't have. You got some better, higher, richer, deeper. And if the world is confused when it sees how you behave in the world, good. It's not about having the right words at the right time. It's not about giving your spiel for Jesus. It's just about not playing the game like everybody else and letting them figure it out. I am enjoying immensely watching the Eighth Commandment breaking American news media into what James is writing about. You are tapped into wisdom. You are tapped into life. You are tapped into things that are higher, deeper, richer than anything the rest of the world ever knows. But they're not going to know it if we behave like them. Luther's famous flood prayer that kind of catches the ear that now she should be kept she should be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church being separated from the multitude of unbelievers baptism changes everything you're not the rest of the world you're a chosen people a royal priesthood you're above and beyond worldly consideration You belong to Him. You're but a stranger here. Baptism changes everything. Heaven now is your home. So if you're suffering, pray to the God whose Son suffered for you. If you're sick, pray to the God whose Son went the way of death and rose again for you. 
And if you're rejoicing, God be praised. He was always the same all along. And you're baptized into that. And baptism changes everything. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. This podcast is a service of St. John's Lutheran Church in North Prairie, Wisconsin. For more information, including locations, service times, and links to other Lutheran agencies, please visit our website at www.stjohnsnp.org. That's www.stjohnsnp.org. Theme music performed by Mr. Philip Magnus.